Gazette Newspapers presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Keezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from MVP Arena in Albany, New York, as we look back at Minnesota State's 4-3 victory over Harvard in the first semifinal of the Albany Regional in the NCAA Hockey Tournament. And, uh... Look for a while that Minnesota State was going to run away with the top-ranked uh, team in the country. Had a 3-0 lead early in the second period. And really, just uh, Crimson does not have any life. But uh, a momentum-changing play uh, midway through that second period. Uh, turned the game around. Uh, Harvard defenseman Marshall Rafai was called for closing his hand on the puck in the crease. That's illegal. That gave uh, Minnesota State a penalty shot. Uh, Julian Napromnik uh, took the shot, uh, but a blocker save by Mitchell Gibson kept the score at 3 nothing, and really sort of changed the momentum of the game, and Harvard started to get its legs, and sure enough, late goals, late second period goals by Sean Farrell and Alex Gaffney less than uh, a minute apart. Went at 3-2 as uh, we get to the third period, and uh, things get a little interesting, but uh, uh, Minnesota State regained a two-goal lead on a uh, goal by Andre Pavel, uh, a nice wrist shot that beat Gibson from the left circle over his glove. and There was really nothing he could do about that. Uh, Harvard got a late power play in the game, and uh, they were able to take advantage of it about midway through that power play. Uh, Mitchell Gibson was pulled for an extra attacker, and Casey Dornbach was looking to really pass the puck from the left circle across the uh, uh, goal crease. Ended up uh, scoring the goal as a puck hit the defender, uh, Minnesota State uh, defender, and went past uh, Dryden McKay with uh, 3.31 left. So all of a sudden we got a tight game again. Harvard, a minute later, pulled Gibson again for an extra attacker, but this time uh, they could not uh, get that tying goal. And, of course, the uh, RPI fans will remember what happened two weeks ago in uh, in Cambridge, Massachusetts, in game one of the ECAC Hockey Tournament quarterfinals where Harvard was down 3 nothing. Came back, pulled Gibson three times, and scored the extra attacker goals all three times to send that game in overtime, where the Crimson eventually won uh, in overtime. But uh, for not, on this Thursday afternoon, it was not going to be for Harvard, so the Crimson season ends. So let's uh, get some sound from the uh, post-game press conferences. Let's begin with Miss Minnesota State. Uh, head coach Mike Hastings uh, was on the dais, along with uh, Dryden McKay. Uh, defenseman Akito Hiroshi and uh, Avo, uh, Andre, I'm sorry, Andre uh, Pavel. Well, uh, first of all, if, if there's a, a guarantee you can get at this tournament is that it's never easy. And tonight wasn't easy. Um, I thought we had a, a real good start. Um, and then we got a little loose, but I want to give Harvard credit on making it happen, uh, creating turnovers, and then finding a way to, to make a play to get it back to a 3-2 game. And then I thought we did a good job of resetting, coming out in the third period. Um, Andres Pavel makes a, a real nice hard play, uh, and ends up getting in and makes no mistake about it and gives us a two-goal lead, and we needed the lead. We needed two. Um, and again, it was a little bit of bend, not break. Um, but at this time, uh, it's nice to be moving on. But as we knew it would be, it'd be an incredible battle against Harvard, and it was. Can you go first? I'm Ken Schaff with the Daily Gazette. Uh, Mike and Dylan, I mean, the fact that you know, this, they, they stopped that penalty shot midway through the second period, do you think that gave them momentum? And what happened on the, the first goal uh, that Harvard scored? Did that go off uh, your pad or your uh, blocker? 
probably get off my skate. You look like you were trying to jump away from it, though. Yeah, I was, I was hoping it would go underneath me, but you got it up enough and hit my skate. Yeah, and I thought that was, like, I, I just said to Dave Starman and, and Ben Holden on the broadcast that I thought that was a turning point in the game. You know, momentum's one that moves both ways during a game, and it went from us to them, and they capitalized on it. They, they ended up getting it to 3-2 going into the third. Uh, Dryden, just for you, I know they scored those uh, two pretty quick goals there in the second period. I know the period's coming to an end, but it's kind of a situation where you snowball a little bit. How'd you kind of stay calm and kind of keep composed there? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing I could have done to change it. Um, probably would have played them a little bit differently if I could, but uh, at that point in time, we're up by one. All that really matters is, is the next save and, and making sure they don't tie it up at that point in time and, and getting us to the third period um, at least up by one. Uh, Pete Doherty, how many times you didn't. Mike, uh, do you feel like the missed penalty shot maybe changed the momentum a little bit and kind of got them uh, back into the game? Yeah, I did. I, I thought uh, I thought that took momentum and went it from our side to their side. And again, I thought they did a really good job of once they got momentum, they, they kept it. And the last five minutes was a tough bout for us, but you knew they were going to make a push. And we've talked about adversity at this tournament, going into it, during it, and how you handle it, what's really important. And I thought we handled it well in the third period. Yep, Jason Scales with Inside Hockey. Uh, Kido, if you could just talk about your goal. Uh, there was a big scramble in front, you know, as the puck came out to you. What, what's that whole, the whole situation look like? Uh, I'm just trying to get the puck there on my forehand, trying to find a lane to get it towards the net. And uh, I just think Connor Gregor got a stick on it, deflected it in there. So at that point, I'm just trying to get the puck to the net. Kevin Dudley with the Mankato Free Press. This can be for Mike and Andre. Mike, talk about first the impact that Andre made and that, that fourth line as a whole. It seemed like they, they really kind of got you through today. Well, not just today. Uh, really over the last month, uh, one thing that I'd like to talk about Andre is just, he, he's a substance human being, whether it's on the rink, in the classroom, in our community, but he's really stepped his game up here over the last month and that whole line uh, depending on who we've put on the wings, uh, have been contributors to us putting a strain together here. And it's because they're hard. They're honest. When we had our first goal tonight, you know, they went down in the offensive zone and did some very hard things and found a way to get it back up to Keto. Keto makes a real nice play um, going from backhand to forehand, but there's traffic at the net. And it's, it's because Andre had gone in and done the dirty work in the corner and found a way to get it up. And I got them moving around a little bit. He's just, he's, he's substance. He's hard. He's great on face-offs. Uh, he's a we guy, not a me guy all day long. Uh, those are guys that, that make a difference for you at this time. Uh, I believe that I own a lot to my wingers, Josh Grohl and Connor Bergov, that have been outstanding for the past month and actually the whole year. We always pick each other up no matter what happens. You know, one of us have a good game one day or... When I'm struggling on the face-offs, you know, they are always there to help me when those pucks, they are more like 50-50, not clean wins. And I believe they were they were unbelievable tonight. And, you know, in, at the end, I, I ended up getting that goal, but it was all because, you know, we got a good play from our defenseman. Josh Kroll tipped it unbelievable by their defenseman again, and then we are just going down the hill. I believe that I own a lot to them for, for the success that our fourth line is having. Mike, uh, you guys go up. Uh 
back in the back. Thank you. Uh, he, you guys go up 3-0. Uh, they scored two. Are there any thoughts back to Providence in 2019? And, Not uh, until now, but yes, keep going. <laughs> And what, what did you guys do different, other than not take the major, what did you guys do differently this time around that you were able to stem the tide and, and close it out? Well, we leaned on some guys that have either saw that or been a part of it over time and, and the history of what we've had before. And you know what, I, I think those things that hurt a lot, you can learn quite a bit from. They seem to stick with you for a while. Um, you know, and, and knock on wood, it wasn't a five um, because they get the first one, they score. Um, and we're able to reset a little bit and again bend but not break. Um, and I think history, you just you try to learn from it. And uh, we've got a group of guys that we've been leaning on from day one uh, that are pretty battle tested. They've gone through some peaks, they've gone through some valleys. Um, and so I just thought again, I thought the goal to get it to 4-2, there's a, momentum goes back to us a little bit. And so I thought it calmed the storm. Mike, uh, Akito, and Dylan, talk, take me through the back to the final 20 seconds of that game. Harbor has the extra attacker, and they're trying to look for a lane to shoot, and they can't find it. So talk about how well that defense played uh, to keep Harbor from uh, getting a shot. Um, I wasn't out there personally, but I had a first row seed from the bench, and I just thought our, our whole defensive structure was just on point there. We were getting in lanes. Our sticks were fantastic. and. Uh, Shout out to Wyatt Ahmad. I mean, that guy had two or three blocks there at the end that uh, helped us secure the game. Mike? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was, again, Ben not break. I mean, Harvard was doing a really good job of possession, and they were looking to find a seam. And our guys did a good job of defending inside out and keeping them to the outside. Coach, they get those two quick goals there in the second period. That's a push I'm sure you saw coming. When you look at the timing of that, is that something you'd rather have at the end of the period so you can weather the storm, get back you know, into the locker room, kind of hit reset? Well, we could be sitting up here talking about a completely different thing and why I didn't call my time, time out if they got a third one, right? Um, but it was. I, I thought, hey, we, there's a lot of game left. We've got to own this. Yeah, you knew they were going to make a push. Um, I'd, I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you I was glad that that period ended and then we were able to get to locker room and collectively get back together and just set ourselves. Um, and the guys did a really good job of that. Yeah. Mike, and maybe one of the players can take this question. This is the first year we have the off day between the semifinals and finals. I mean, how good do you like this uh, format and be able to you know, get a day of rest uh, in, in preparing for the regional final on Saturday? I believe it's in our benefit. I believe that you know we have uh, two really tough teams in the other end of the bracket, and we can prepare for them with that one day off. And mainly, it's uh, these playoffs games are um, you know unbelievably exhausting. So it's good that we, you know we get the time to regroup and do our rehab and make sure that we are all 100% for whoever we are playing the next game. And from my end, I think it's you've seen some crazy things happen the last two years. What happened with uh, Duluth in North Dakota? You know, uh, I've got a lot of belief that they're doing the right thing. They're looking out for the student athletes, playing five overtimes, and then turning around and having to, to go out and play for your season, I think is, is a little crazy. Um, and so I appreciate, one, the people that brought it up, and two, the NCAA putting their arms around it and saying, we need, it will it cost a little bit more money? Yes. But are we going to do what's best for the student athletes? Yes. So I, I think it's a step in the right direction.
Dryden, I think dealing with adversity has been kind of a hallmark for this team from six unanswered at UMass in the second game of the season to, to what happened Saturday. What was the message in the locker room? What was the vibe between the second and third periods when you guys were up against it a bit there? Yeah, I think uh, the older guys definitely stepped up and, and calmed everybody down. Um, we kind of talked about what went wrong and, and what we um, you know, need to change a little bit in the third. And then from there on, we, we let it go and we put it behind us. And, um, you know, just kind of reminded ourselves that we were up one, we were playing well, and just get back to what was making us successful um, prior to those two goals in the second period. Now let's hear from uh, Harvard. We'll start with Ted Donato, then uh, forward uh, Nick Arizizi, and forward Casey Dornbach. Yeah, I would just say that uh, I'd like to congratulate uh, Minnesota State. I thought they, uh, you know, uh, lived up to their billing. I thought they were a, a tremendous team, um, well coached, uh, you know, great poise, uh, great goaltending, and uh, I wish them the best of the luck in the rest of the tournament. Uh, and as far as uh, my feelings uh, on the game, uh, I couldn't be more proud of our team. I thought. Uh, we stayed with it. I thought we came out a little bit tentative, and certainly in the first half of the game, uh, some of that maybe inexperience, and some of it just maybe the uh, execution level that uh, Minnesota State had. So, um, you know, for me, the fact that we never gave up, the guys kept playing. It's happened a few times here, coming down the stretch. So, uh, you know, I couldn't be more proud of, of the uh, the team as a whole. Can go first. Ted, uh, talk about the, how much did the penalty shot stop by uh, Gibson uh, give you guys momentum there in the second period? Well, I think uh, I think it certainly did, uh, and you know I just thought he was really on his game, you know from the from the very beginning, and uh, and gave us a chance uh, even though that we even though we were giving up some real quality chances uh, gave us a chance to stay around uh, so that when we did get a couple goals and we were able to turn it into a little bit, you know, uh, more of a game, you know, in the second half, uh, I think that uh, is, is mainly because of his, uh, you know, great effort. Uh, Pete Doherty, Albany Times Union. Casey and Nick, just uh, we're familiar in these parts with the you guys were down against RPI, 3 nothing. came back and won that game. Does that help you when you get down in a situation like you did today? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've been in that situation a few times this year and uh, been able to come back completely. So definitely had confidence there and just shows the resilience of this group that we've had all year. It's been uh, the best team I've been a part of since being at Harvard, and I think we all wanted to do it for each other and obviously fell short tonight. Kudos to Mankato State. They were a great team and uh, they played well, but um, I think, you know, we didn't play our, our best and gave them a few. And I think that, you know, just shows where Harvard hockey's going uh, to be able to compete with the best teams in the country. And, you know, we didn't, uh, didn't go our way tonight, but um, yeah, kudos to them. Uh, Nick, and take us take us through the final 20 seconds of that game. You're trying to, you know, you have the extra attacker out there, but it looked like you couldn't find that lane to get. A, you guys couldn't find a lane to get a shot on goal. A lot, a lot of passing, but not enough shots. Was it just, just their defense that uh, 
Kept you guys from getting a puck on that? Yeah, they, they're, um, yeah, they're doing a good job of getting in lanes. Um, they didn't make it easy on us all night. And the last 20 seconds was kind of a microcosm of that. Uh, yeah, like we said kudos to them. They played hard and they, they didn't make anything easy on us. Good. Yeah, um, kind of echoing what Nick said. They were they were in lanes, and um, you know you're doing everything you can there in the last 20 seconds to to find that. Just uh, you know, couldn't get it by them, and uh, it was just a little too late. Okay. Yes, thank you. Um, uh, this is um, of Casey. I know that the season didn't end the way you wanted to, but you look back. With two recruiting classes that hadn't played before they got to Harvard, when the Ivy League title, even the ECA season, you push these guys right to the wall. What do you think that that says about what's going to happen in the future? You you have so many guys back. Yeah, good question. Um, you know, we have a lot to be proud of in this room, in this group, for how young we were and how many people probably wrote us off because of that. I think we did a lot of things to be proud of, and the Ivy and the ECAC. Um, definitely a big part of that uh, and I think yeah it shows a lot where this program's going and you know the talent that we have and now you know some experienced guys found ways to produce uh, in, in easy games and hard games um, and, and kept developing and you know we fell short tonight but like you said I think that's a it's a good sign for the program going forward and a lot of great players on this team uh, so it'll be exciting to see uh, you know, what they can do in the future. And that will do it for this edition of the podcast. we got Game 2 coming up at 6 o'clock uh, between North Dakota and Notre Dame. And we found out a little while ago that uh, Saturday's regional final will start at 6.30 Eastern time. That's 5.30 Central for you Minnesota State fans. So I uh, look forward to... Uh, uh, watching that game, and we'll see who Minnesota State gets. Uh, we'll have a post-game podcast after the Notre Dame uh, uh, North Dakota game. So I appreciate you listening to this podcast, and uh, you know if you're listening during the game or the second game, you can follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed in the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of Gazette newspapers. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of Gazette newspapers. I'm Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor Ken Shots. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you a little bit later from MVP Arena in Albany, New York. Good day, good hockey.